Welcome to the Food Grower Podcast, the podcast that tells the story, highlights the techniques and talks tactics with food growers from all around the world. From market gardeners to allotment holders, field farmers to urban farmers, we want this podcast to inspire you to grow food or help you on your already existing food empire. I'm Chris from Fanfield Farm. I'm Jack from Jack's Patch. And this episode of the podcast is a little bit different. We wanted to do a couple of little bonus episodes in the lead up to season two. Season one has finished now and you can get all of those podcasts still wherever you normally get your podcasts or on the website foodgrower.co.uk. It was a great series, but we've got some amazing guests lined up for series two. I'm so, so excited about it. We wanted to get you excited by playing you some of the highlights from different tips and tricks throughout season one. So this episode is a mini episode of all of our guests' favorite tools on the farm, allotment, or for the job they do. I hope you enjoy. Your best tool? Uh, iPhone. iPhone. Wow. Yeah. Oh, because I see that as a tool on the farm. That's the yeah. marketing tool. And uh, yeah, you might not expect that answer. You might mean physical tool, but I see that as like my biggest tool. Oh, man. Marketing and organization. Love it. Absolutely love it. Yeah, it's got to be my knife. Like I've got, uh, it's always on my belt. And I always forget to take it off. I went to the post office not too long ago. They're like, what's that? And I just uh, ran out, put uh, it back in the car, went back in. I was like, I'm no so way. sorry. I'm a farmer. Look at me. I'm covered <laughs> in mud. I'm not going to rob you. Um, but yeah, I got that. It's fantastic knives. Um, we get the Maracniv knives. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, you can get them like on Amazon or online for about between 10 and 15 quid. And they'll last you a season. They're super sharp. They come in a little like holster. And I just always have it on my belt to the point where when I'm in the house and I need to open up a parcel that's come or something, I'll reach for my knife and be like, oh, I haven't got it on. And my wife's like, you can't have your knife on in the house. Like, can't have your <laughs> knife on in the bedroom. It's just not, it's not cool. So um, yeah, that's definitely my top tool. And it's something I recommend to everyone. Like when we had our apprentice to start and stuff it's like yeah get one you will not regret it uh yeah i'll tell you what a really underrated and it's not really at all it's a thing string and pegs mm. the, the amount of times we use string and pegs in what we're what we're doing whether that's marking our beds whether that's marking out rows whether that's you know doing whatever but the thing that i've had to buy a lot and i when i run out of it and i haven't bought it quick enough um is string and pegs it's a real basic one. I love that. You can have this for free because I'm not going to have the time to invent it. But I've always thought of like something that's, you know, like the ret- the washing lines that you pull out of a retractable thing that goes, then you hook it yeah. on and then you've got one line. If we had one of those for yeah. beds, that's like the length of your bed, pull it out, pin it down, yeah. do it. And then you just give it a tug and it pulls back in like, um, like the wire <laughs> yeah. on a Henry Hoover. Do you know what I mean? I was like, that would probably make some <laughs> decent money in this, that invention. So you can have that one for free. <laughs> I do just really like my my swing hoe, my oscillating hoe, which I got years ago, and it's a it's a one from Implementations, and it's it's brass, and it's just a thing of beauty, and just works so well. Um, so I really like my swing hoe. Probably, oh, like a spade, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, just because basically, like I say, I have clay soil, so even to pull out my garlic or my onions or anything you can't just pull them because they're just going to snap you've got to get in the soil which is a bit annoying but no that's so important that's like um i was with someone the other day at a plot and just to lift all the garlic it was like the most simple hack and i was just like just leave her in 
You just mm-hmm. levering stuff out, and yeah, you got got it in one hand, but you're so right. Like not a lot of people would know that they would just take off all the green. What? Yeah, that's what happened to me in the first, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why, why have I got no garlic on the bottom? <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good one. I like that. I love that as well, because when we first started, we had loads of spades, obviously we're creating no-dig beds. And people were like, oh, you've got a lot of spades for a no-dig farm, mate. <laughs> like, <laughs> Everyone says just, that. <laughs> yeah, it's not, not just for digging, you know. Uh, I was kind of prepared for this. Am I, <laughs> so I was going to say hurry, my hurry, hurry knife. Have you guys yes. got a hurry, hurry? Yeah, I got yeah, one for my it. birthday last month and I'm blown away. I love it. My fiance gave me one when I started horticulture college. And yeah, it could be a trowel, it could be a knife, it can measure. I used it today. I was doing some irrigation and like, yeah, some stuff with some 20 mil poly pipe and it wasn't fitting. I was able to measure the diameter of the pipe with the hurry, hurry. I was like, oh, this is just, this is the tool. Uh, so yeah, I'd say, I'd say hurry, hurry. If I'm allowed to, Ooh. <laughs> go on, go, go on. on. Okay, I'm going to go with it anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's the Wolf Garden system. Like, do you guys have the Wolf Garden system for it's like um, oh. the tools, basically hand tools? So it's oh, they're the clicking heads. Is that right? Tool. Yeah, clicking, quick click. I don't know what it's called, yeah. but um, yeah. So I've got a handle, and then I can go into the field with my handle that's exactly the right height for me, and like five or six different heads that just click in so i don't have to carry like six things out into mm-hmm. the field i've got my hoe i've got a 15 centimeter hoe 20 centimeter hoe rake all in one and it's just oh, it's a game changer i'll never forget that someone recommended it to me a couple of years ago i was like wow this just makes sense yeah i've seen them about and you see i, I mean you're even seeing them in almost every garden center now and you just think and the amount and i'm always blown away by that they seem to have more um different attachments for that that do different things than they do actually have tools on the wall because yeah. they're just more available even little like manual tilters and things like that so yeah, yeah. i've got the tilter too i don't use it very often i stopped my springtime rake man i love raking my beds mm. that was quick right that was a quick response i, yeah, I, I like my rake yeah. i know that i like my rake and my rake's awesome and I like raking <laughs> <laughs> so springtime rake do you use that for sort of just taking off we- basically weeding before they're getting their roots in or just for bed prep so I'll, I'll clear a crop so when I'm bed flipping basically so once I've harvested something um, I like to string out my bed so I've got my borders and I'll, I'll rake it over so it's nice and level obviously it's all no dig so it's a very very shallow till thing if you like mm. um and yeah, I just I just love the aesthetic. I love the motion. It's meditative for me, um, and I love planting into a freshly raked bed. It's very satisfying. Well, there's a reason people have Zen gardens and little rakes and boxes of sand, isn't <laughs> it? So <laughs> yeah. I would say my phone, but Jack said that on one of the earlier podcasts. <laughs> I like that you listened and did your homework, though. It's all good. Um, my favourite tool would have to be my potting shed. It's nice. not really a tool, but it's it allowed me to get a head start in winter. Um, it's somewhere nice and uh, warm out of the wind to go and work and do all of my seed propagating and potting on. And I just enjoy having my cup of tea and watching YouTube in there in the mornings. <laughs> and it doubled up as your, your sort of greenhouse as well, didn't it? It's where you, had, you brought your seeds on. Exactly. It brought all of my seeds on in there and and it really did save my bacon this year because of the really poor spring that we had with the late frosts. 
My favorite tool is, I don't know the name of it, but basically it's a handle at the bottom. It goes up. It has like a little hoe at one side and a claw at the other side. And it's just a hand tool. And it's brilliant because you can use it for weeding. You can dig holes. But I have to put in there that my second favorite is my Hori Hori knife. Because yeah. that's a new one to me this year. But yeah, it's been a bit of a game changer. So yeah, I'd, I'd have to give them both top spot. Yeah. <laughs> they're all, they're both, I think, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head either, but they're both old tools, aren't they? They're, mm. they're conventionally tools with loads of history. And I think we, yeah. we can buy all the new ones and, and, and get excited at the garden centre, but the oldest tools, the ones that are left in sheds on allotments are often some of the best tools you can Absolutely. get. Absolutely. are Great answer. In terms of composting, it's got to be... It's got to be my, it's got to be my fork because I'm just always, I'm like glued to the thing like when I'm composting because there's so many, because I've got so many bays, they all need turning and it's all by hand. Um, in the garden, you know what, my dad bought me this beautiful little, um, little knife. Um, it's, it's festal um, and he, he, we, he, he's a tradesman, so is me, so a lot of our tools are festal and there's just this beautiful little knife with like little wooden, little wooden veneered handle. And I just use that all the time for like harvesting and like just chopping off bit, like, you know, pruning and stuff. And I can mm. sharpen it. Um, I really like, like in terms of enjoyment of using a, a thing, I really like that. Like the blade just flicks back into the handle. It's a nice little thing. Matic. Matic, that's because of the clay, right? Just, just like, yeah, just for everything. <laughs> but yeah, the clay. <laughs> my, I would say mine's got to be my iPhone. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's, it's come yeah. up more times uh, than you it. think. That's great. Yeah, 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 that's... Beth, have you got an answer for that as well? Uh, you know, my favourite this year is like, I don't know if anyone's ever picked quite a lot of chamomile, but you sort of, what you end up doing is using your hand as a sort of like giant fork. So maybe my hand would be my favourite. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we couldn't do without them. It's very true. Couldn't do without them, yeah. Good on hand. Um, the wire weeders, the mm -hmm. exchangeable heads, I think it's really nice. And it's the last four or five years I've been using them and in certain soils when it's light or to go over drip tapes, the fact that the, the weeder is open at the end, really comfortable, really nice, really smooth. It's one, one that I like. Amazing. And it doesn't damage the drip tape, does it not? No, it doesn't because wow. it's a, it's not a blade. It's a wire. Mm. So you can really go and, and, you know, you can press on, on the weeder and it's, it's going to work the soil, but it's not cutting the drips, which it's always a problem. It's like mm. either, either you remove the drips or you're saying, oh, no, I'm just going to go gently. And then you just, mm. you always end up making holes in the drip tape. Yeah. And so it's efficient and quite speedy. It's like, I've seen it on the course. Yeah. It's like, whoosh, you're done. Like yeah. hundred foot beds. Yeah. Really quick. Thanks so much for listening to this special bonus episode. We're going to have a couple more throughout this week and early next week in the lead up to the launch of season two. Our first full length episode of series two is out on Thursday, 16th of December. So if you're listening now and you're not subscribed, do hit that subscribe button in whatever app you listen to your podcasts on. Alternatively, if you listen through the website, you can join our mailing list and we'll be able to tell you when that episode is out so don't miss that and don't miss the next couple of little mini episodes that are coming over the next couple of days cheers for listening